Well, hey guys, good morning. Guys, I am so excited because this is our first time ever trying to do a live stream. So we've got uh, our lead team up here with us uh, this morning. And so won't you guys say hi to Alyssa and Taylor and Doug and Audra and then uh, Javi just helped us lead uh, worship. And so uh, we're again, we're so excited you guys are with us uh, today. And so before I completely dive in uh, to today's uh, message, um, I want to highlight something. We found out uh, on Friday morning that um, AISD had uh, made the decision to close all of the school facilities uh, throughout the, the school district uh, for at least two to three weeks. And so that directly affects us as a church because we meet uh, every Sunday at Blazer Elementary. And so uh, I've had a few questions come up about that. And I just want to say, uh, first and foremost, we are in 100% agreement with Blazer uh, and AISD that they made this decision. Um, we don't believe the decisions that we're making are out of fear. Uh, they're actually out of faith and we want to uh, help people be healthy in this season with everything that's going on with this, uh, with this virus. And so um, I just want to make sure that there's clarity on that. Also, uh, I want to touch on something else real quick. Um, during this time, I want to thank each and every one of you guys for your uh, continued uh, generosity and giving to Vintage. Um, because even though we don't meet on a Sunday right now, uh, the church is still moving forward. The church is still active and moving forward. And we've got Easter coming up. We've also have uh, the nonprofits that we serve in the city, everything from Community First Village uh, to uh, uh, Foster Village, Austin Angels. Uh, we are actively as a church going to continue to move forward. And uh, one of the things I love about the gospel is that God chooses uh, to move the church forward through the generosity of his people. And uh, so thank you for your continued giving. Uh, also, too, which is something that's near and dear to our heart, is because we meet at Blazer, we look at Blazer as our as one of our uh, our home bases. It's a, it's a home for us. And uh, we know that there was a lot of kids at Blazer Elementary that relied on lunch and breakfast uh, to eat every day. And so your generosity is not only going to go to the other nonprofits, we are actively making sure that we are still able to feed those kids uh, who still uh, want breakfast and uh, and lunch who may not get it otherwise. And so uh, thank you for your continued uh, generosity. And so as I dive in today, I want us to, uh, obviously there's a, there's a clear uh, picture in what's happening with um, our world today. There's a lot of unrest. There's a lot of unrest with what's happening uh, in our world and in our city and our state. Um, and so I want to kind of speak in uh, to that today. As you know, uh, the, the coronavirus, um, the COVID-19 is spreading um, and it's, um, it doesn't look like there's uh, some clarity on when it's going to stop. And that's caused a lot of fear in people. It's caused a lot of doubt. It's caused a lot of worry. Uh, we see the stock market dropping. We see uh, people panicking. Uh, we see this very clear uh, picture of self-preservation and self-protection uh, with people. And, uh, and so the question becomes, what do we do? And that's not only for believers and non-believers, but everyone's asking that question, what should we do? And uh, should we not worry about it and go on with life as usual um, and underreact? Um, or should we overreact and go buy a bunch of hand sanitizer and uh, toilet paper and, uh, and prepare for the end of the world? I, I still don't understand what the whole toilet paper thing is. I think Audra got one of the last ones uh, off the shelf. And, uh, but we did, we did actually on another aisle, we ran into some Dallas Cowboys gear. Uh, and so uh, if you guys need any extra toilet paper, I found, found some for you. Um, so I had to, I have to throw in the Cowboys joke, guys. Um, anyhow, but on a serious note, what do we do? So what I want to do today is I want us together to be able to look at everything that's happening from a faith perspective, a faith perspective. 
You see, because one of the very clear things that is happening right now that's very unfortunate is that because the coronavirus is spreading, there's a lot more people that are already sick that are being put into quarantine. And quarantine is basically, they're taking people and isolating them. And I read a story this week about an elderly couple uh, that were on a cruise together and the husband unfortunately got sick. And uh, when he got sick, uh, they quarantined him. And when they quarantined him, it's been 14, 15 days now that he hasn't been able to be with his wife. His kids can't get a hold of him and he's just quarantined. They said that there is even to the point where they're literally taking food and sliding it under the door for these people just so they could eat that way. But nobody can be around them for a certain amount of time. And here's the thing right now. If we do understand one thing is that people aren't meant to be alone. And so for us, we want to make sure that we tackle what's happening with uh, this coronavirus from a faith lens because it brings us to today. Right. Sporting events. Sporting events are being shut down. NBA, Major League Baseball, all these things are being shut down. Uh, schools are shutting down. Um, you know, travel bans are, are appearing everywhere. Grocery stores obviously are running out of everything, you know? And so what are we going to do? Are we going to ignore it and stockpile beans and rice and tortillas? If you got extra tortillas, hey, comment <laughs> below. I've got you. Are we going to stay home for the next three months? Are we literally just going to find ourselves hiding away and, and, and just staying away from everybody, self-preservation, self-protection. I don't, I'm not gonna be around anybody. Um, you know, and here's the thing, don't make any long-term decisions right now. Um, I found in times of crisis and panic, it's best not to project out into the future. Don't start making these big future decisions. If anything, it's probably wise for us uh, to make decisions based off of what we know today. And as believers, now hear me, for this for one moment whether you've been a believer two days 20 years or 30 years we have to look at this scenario through the lens of our faith you see our filter looks different the pair of glasses that we look at this world through looks completely different and you and i have to be able to understand that we have to still walk through this life with a faith perspective it's still very clear for us to walk through with a faith perspective you see we have to walk around willing to to take steps of faith even when we don't understand. One of the big questions, and you may be a skeptic that's on, the, on live right now or watching this video, and you're, you're one of those people, uh, just like I used to be, that would always ask the question, if God is so good, why is this happening? Why, if God is that great and he's that big, why is that happening? Well, I know that's a loaded question, but here from a faith perspective, I want you to understand that you and I only see this world through a keyhole. That's about as big as you and I can see the clarity of this world that God created. He sees the broader perspective. He sees the ultimate perspective. And so for us, I'm going to speak into that a little bit more here in a minute. So, but here's the thing. There's three things specifically I believe that you and I can do in this season that we have to do in this season to make a difference. And the first one is this. You and I have to live by faith and not by fear. You and I have to live by faith and not by fear. I love uh, this picture in the gospel in John chapter 14, uh, starting with verse one. Uh, it says this, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And I wanna pause right here for a second because this is Jesus talking to the believers. This is Jesus talking to the people that he was with at a table. And, and basically what had happened is the scene set up is that Jesus has already, uh, he's, he's uh, sacrificed on the cross and he comes back and uh, the resurrection happens and there's all this joy and there's this big 
hurrah moment and everyone's excited. And then he says, but I got to leave now. I got to go. And the disciples had this very real but very tangible Jesus in front of them. And now he's leaving. And now all of a sudden they're sitting there and their hearts are troubled and their heart is hurting. And now they had this fear and this feeling in them that the God that was so close to them, the God now is going to be far away. And that's exactly what's happening in our world right now. People feel like God is further away. Maybe you feel that way. But look what Jesus says. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. But what's neat is a few verses later, they're still struggling with it. And so in verse 27, he says this. He says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. He says, I do not give it to you as the world does or world gives. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. See, now he looks at us and he says, hey, guys, like, I get it. There's still some struggling in there, but I'm going to give you peace. Mm -hmm. Another translation tells us that it's a free gift. He turns around and hands us the gift of peace. And through the Holy Spirit, he gives us the ability to handle things at this world level that he gives us something from, from a heavenly place to be able to handle the difficulty of what's happening. And so you and I have to live by faith and not by fear. You see, some of, you, some of us oftentimes think, well, um, I wonder if God's surprised by this. Well, he wasn't just sitting up there preoccupied with something else. He completely understands and he's not surprised at all. And here's the thing. God is faithful and he's in control. Again, remember the keyhole. You and I can only see a certain perspective and he sees the entirety of it. He is good and he understands the plan he has for us. He won't leave us, and he will never forsake us. And last but not least, he is working in all of this. You see, because you know what's happening in the middle of this chaos right now? There's people like you and me that are starting to gravitate towards God in a way that we maybe never have before. And then we're going to gravitate towards people because people need us. And I love what 2 Timothy 1.7 says. It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. So if you've been walking around in fear, God doesn't want you to have that. He gives us the spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. So realize today, anchor to the fact that Jesus, what Jesus gives you is power and love and self-discipline. Number two is this. What are we going to do? First, we're going to live by faith and not by fear. And the second thing is we're going to live selfless, not selfish. Because if you look at the culture today, even when it comes to toilet paper... The reality is there's a lot of people out there living very selfish. So if you and I are going to make a difference in this world right now, you and I have to walk around and be selfless. And I love what Paul tells the church in Philippi in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. He says, don't be selfish. That's pretty self-explanatory. He says, don't be selfish. He says, don't try to impress others. He says, be humble. Thinking of others outward focused right thinking of others as better than yourselves don't look out only for your own interests he says but take an interest in others so if you and i are going to make a difference look outward look mm -hmm. at each other and say how can we serve you not how you can serve me yeah. look for people that you can bring to the table find the elderly in your neighborhood that that, that are going to be less fortunate Find the young, the young generation. I know we have a 10-year-old daughter who has asthma, and the way that this uh, has been programmed with this virus is that she, if she gets this virus, it's going to be harder for her. So how many other kids are out there like that that we need to go help and support? The elderly, 
in, in homes that can't even get to their, the grocery store right now. See, you and I have to make sure that we are living selfish, not selfish. You see, I love what Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 44, you see the early church, Jesus kind of tells the other church, go take off, go, go make a difference. And it says all the believers were together. And we'll pause right there for a second because it says all. It doesn't say some of them. It doesn't say the ones that are smarter or wiser or stronger or been saved a lot longer. It says all of the believers, all of us together. He says we're together and had everything in common. And the one thing that they had in common was that they just believed. They didn't have to, un they didn't have to program everything. They just had to, under I believe. I believe that Jesus is bigger than all of this. And it goes on. It says they sold property and possessions to give anyone who had a need. He says every day they continued to meet together. He says every day. So here's the thing. Some of us, unfortunately, we're used to going to church on Sunday. Uh, I know we've been used to it. We've been used to this gathering on Sunday morning. You know what happens, though, is if you, if you keep your faith to one day a week, you will have a one day a week type of faith. And with what's happening in our world right now, you and I need to have an every day type of faith. Every day. What do you and I need to do to be able to have an every day type of faith because it says every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts and they broke bread together warm up those tortillas guys <laughs> hang out with each other get together go find a place to 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 talk these things through and do not let yourselves be isolated it says they broke bread in their homes and they ate together and i love this with glad and sincere hearts there's nothing like bringing joy to the table when you're with other people and so uh, i want us to, to to land there and you know in this, in this season, I believe wholeheartedly, you and I will have the opportunity to be more generous than we've ever been in our entire life. While people are being uh, self-protection, self-preservation, and, 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 and somewhat hoarding, we have the ability to give. And so live with a selfless attitude in this season. And don't just do it materialistic, spiritual. There's people, again, with fear right now and worry. Speak hope into them. Bring hope. Uh, to the table you see because that's our responsibility is to bring hope so again let's not just have a once a week faith let's have an everyday faith so what do we do number one we live by faith and not by fear number two is we live selfless not selfish and number three is this we shine the light and we do not hide it you see we shine the light we don't hide it you know and i love what jesus says in matthew chapter 5 verse 14 through 16 he says to you and me you see, he says, you are the light of the world. So again, whether you believe for one day or you believe for 20 years, we have this beautiful picture from Jesus that he looks at us and he says, you and you and you and you and you, you're the light of the world. When everything around us is dark and fearful and worrisome and stressed out, you're the one that's going to bring light to it. He says, a town on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to who everyone in the house everyone in the house in the same way and here's here's the mandate for you today let your light shine before men let your light shine before men so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven see when god starts to use you he gets all the glory this isn't for us mm -hmm. You see, we're not trying to self-promote. We're trying to lift up the name of Jesus in this season because only he can draw people to himself and change the dynamics of everything that's going on. But you have the light to shine in 
the darkness. You see, you and I, during this time when people are afraid and worried, bring hope to the table. You see, it's easy to create a table like this and invite people to it. And when you do, invite your neighbors, invite your coworkers, go have lunch with somebody, take the, whatever it looks like for you. There's one thing that you can consistently bring to the table, bring hope. Bring hope to the table every single time. You see, the virus may be contagious and it's spreading fear and fear is contagious, but let me tell you, faith is just as contagious. Love and the hope of Jesus Christ is just as contagious. It'll spread through this thing and cover everything. And you and I have the ability to do that. And I want to leave with this as we close up today. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 and 9, it says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay. It says, To show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. It says, We are hard-pressed on every side. Right? Doesn't that feel that way? That all of a sudden, I mean, the spiritual warfare, the, the, the fear, the worry, the stress, yeah. you kind of feel like you're getting caved in, mm-hmm. you know? And it says, and, and, and we're hard-pressed on every side, but, but we're not crushed. Perplexed, but man, we are not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned, and we're struck down, but you know what? We're not destroyed. Mm-hmm. You see, none of us, whether believer or not, are exempt from the pains of this world. None of us are exempt from it. But let me tell you, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and He is living inside of you, and the Holy Spirit gives you power, you can be crushed on every side and feel the pressure, but it won't bother you. You'll feel it, but you won't believe it. You won't walk that way. So in this season, I want to encourage you to let your light shine. And again, God gives us peace that surpasses all of the understanding. He gives it to us. He's the one that gives us faith. He doesn't give us fear. He gives us hope, not doubt. And so again, be encouraged in this season to live those three things out. Live by faith, not by fear. And and push yourself into the season. Don't be selfish. Be selfless. Let's be known for what we're for, not what we're against. And people need love and hope in this season. And Jesus understood pain and sacrifice and hurt and even doubt. He understands our feelings. So let's push through and be a light to the world around us. So maybe you're here right now, and I just, before we transition to Pastor Alyssa to close out today, I want to encourage you uh, real quickly with me, right where you're at, in your living room, wherever you're at. um, You see, sometimes we come to faith um, and we come close-fisted. And so what I want to ask you guys to do with me is just kind of where you're at right now, just kind of open your hands up. And this isn't like a religious practice. It's, it's something symbolic that I want us to send a message from our heart to our mind and our mind to our heart. And it's this, God, I am open to what you're doing in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Some of us come to faith and we come close-fisted and we try to ask God for things and we try to push through our faith, but we're not willing to let go. And you see faith, faith and belief is us being able to let go. And so wherever you're at today, maybe you've been full of fear and full of doubt. Maybe you don't trust Jesus as your Lord and Savior yet. I'm going to challenge you today to let today be a fresh start and open your hands to Jesus and say, today is the day that I'm going to start fresh. Again, he gives us these abilities every day and opportunity to do this every day. So I want to pray for us. And then Pastor Alyssa is going to jump in and then we're going to close out. Okay, so let me pray for us. God, I just come before you right now. I'm so grateful for everybody who's watching online. So grateful for everything you're doing in our lives. And we just ask right now, God, that during this somewhat chaotic time that you, God, would just 
rise up in our hearts and our minds. And, and Jesus, we do not forget what you did on the cross. And our hands are wide open to what you did for us. Jesus, let us not be religious people. Let us be people that are seeking an active daily relationship with you, that we're not one day faith individuals. We're an everyday faith individual. And God, I pray for that person right now who's maybe full of fear, afraid, not sure what's going to happen. I pray right now, God, that you'd give them comfort, that it's going to be okay. God, I pray for that person right now who's doubting and doesn't feel like you're near. Jesus, give them the peace of the Holy Spirit right now. Jesus, that person who feels like they haven't heard from you, may they, may they search your Bible today and search your word today and realize that you are closer than they could ever imagine. So Jesus, we thank you for today. We give you our heart and our mind, and we hand over everything that's happening in our world. Let us be the light to this world in this season. So we love you, and we ask all of this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. amen. All right, guys. Well, so grateful. I'm going to pass it on to Pastor Alyssa, who wants to talk to you about uh, Vintage Kids and our kids' ministry. Good morning. Um, if the kiddos are in their room, hi guys, it's good to see you through the camera. Miss you. Um, but as we close that message, I just like to encourage you guys. Kids are going to pick up on what's going on in society right now in the culture, and there's just a little bit of heaviness. And so, though they might not understand what the coronavirus is, and I don't encourage science lessons because I can't do them, but if you want to um, just pray together as a family and be the source of hope that Jesus is talking about, can we show kids how to live in peace and live with light and bring that to their schools and as, or even as schools are closed and they're interacting with other kids? They don't have to spread fear. They can spe uh, spread hope. That's so exciting. So um, we, are, we learn something specific each and every week, and if you're a parent, you're aware of this. And so we have a resource for you to continue that on this week. It's week three of this month. And so below in the comments, I'm going to drop some links. It's going to provide you a video that's just a continuation of what we're learning this month. And so uh, our elementary students are learning about forgiveness, and our preschool students, you can watch Ollie in, our, uh, in the link below. So if you have zero to five-year-olds, click on our preschool link. If you have elementary students K through five, select our elementary link. And they're about 10 to 12 minutes long each video. So if you have both in the room, you all get to watch two of them. And there's some songs, it's just a lot of fun. So just take some time as a family. And then also you'll find a parent queue, which is our resources that we send home every week so that you can go over the memory verse with them and kind of just digress the, the message that they learned today as well. So we encourage that. And then also for fun, because we don't get to do what we normally do, kids, this was a little bit different than normal. Uh, Pasus is a little less, you know, gaming and so we did a little different today um but so encourage go with your parents we have a slide here that um you go we're gonna try, encourage you to do group activity go in your kitchen now and see if you can spell out the word forgive with the various items you find in your kitchen just like they did here and if you would post that picture on social media and you can tag vintage church i'll be monitoring that and then next week we're going to provide a prize to uh the best one we'll have it we'll have some uh, criteria for this but um so just see below and we are excited for you guys and so have a blessed week guys we love you awesome guys yeah families we want to just encourage you to obviously in this season spend a lot of time together pray with your kids pray with your neighbors again we want to uh highly express that if you are in a life group right now uh continue to meet continue to get together obviously be of uh, sound mind in regards to health and things like that uh, but we don't know what the next few weeks are going to hold for vintage um, our good friends at Point Community Church have opened their facility to us. And so uh, we are dialoguing right now as a team and just praying through whether or not we will have a live service this coming Sunday. 
Um, if not, we will stream it again, just like we're doing uh, today, but just watch out online for that. And then also too, coming up April 12th is gonna be Easter Sunday. And uh, I have a feeling Easter is gonna look a little bit different this year. Uh, and there's some excitement about this, the ability to celebrate uh, new life, the ability to celebrate uh, new. And I believe that that's gonna be an important day for us as a church and a faith family. And so I'd love for you to mark your calendars for April 12th. It's Easter Sunday. It's a, you know, I think it's three, four weeks away. Um, and, uh, and hopefully we'll be back in Blazer Elementary by then. And it's going to be a big celebration. And so we want to invite you guys uh, to that. And so we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining with us today. If you have any needs at all, if there's anything you guys need, please don't hesitate to uh, reach out to us, send us a message. And again, if there's elders in your uh, elderly in your neighborhoods, if there's needs that arise, don't hesitate uh, to, to, to send them our way so we can make sure that we serve really well and love on purpose in this season. So we love you guys. Have a great Sunday, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.